Okay, cut this Ryan part out. And the guy from Pontypool. Cut this out. He was born in Pontypool, Wales. Uh. <laughs> and so... Because I was like, Luke, okay, the only guy I would know from Pontypool is the old guy, but I can't right. remember his name when as I, When I did the Google search and I clicked on his IMDb page, Pontypool jumped out in the description, but that's because it was in his, like, beginning of his bio. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I actually felt really uncomfortable with that. I, I made some joke about like, well, I don't listen to MVP. It's not like any of you fuckers listen to Enter the Critic. I got really kind of like quiet. He's like, I, I listen every episode. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I feel it's awful. okay. I listen to every... Well, I haven't listened to the last two, but... Of what? MVP. Oh, okay. But I at least At least one... At least I, one I, I, typic- I typically do listen to it. So. At least one of us is listening to it. Yeah. I have too many podcasts to keep up. I'm, I'm like five episodes behind on uh, some of my more like my favorite podcasts. And Parker, Parker doesn't listen to any, as far as I'm aware. Any right. of ours? Any podcast? I listen to some comedy bang bang, but not. And and also uh, that U two one. Basically, right, whenever right. Damien's like, you need to listen to this one, then I listen to it. So but if Damien not told you that you need to listen to Enter the Credit, I would be like, you're insane. <laughs> uh, you have lost your mind. But you, you, you did tell him to listen to it, right? Like he, he is so an Damien? avid. Damien? Yeah, he's an avid fan, right? No? No. What? what? Damien doesn't watch movies. Really? He goes to see a movie once in a while. It's not like he watches movies all the time. There's no reason for him to listen to this. Can you, can you lean back, get comfy? I mean, heaven forbid you move your chair closer. Yeah, but that's where his chair's supposed to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is my position. We don't want to screw things. We have a... You of all people should appreciate the rhythm that we have going. I know, I know. It, it's it's um, it, it's an art. It's, um, it's a rhythm that's lasted over a year and a half. It's a rhythm nation. Um, okay. I don't know it's about rhythm, rhythm and blues. Part. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a thing. I have noticed that I have to make sure that wherever I'm sitting, I can't make eye contact too easily with either uh, of us. Yeah, yeah, because no, that's good. That's I good. tend that's to good. turn my head, and then it gets like this, and you can't hear me. And then I got to go back to here. And uh, hey, guys, I'm gonna walk by and talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I gotta walk back down the hallway. And I'm here. I'm coming back, but. <laughs> um, um, you you laugh. There's a couple like early episodes where we we totally did that, not thinking about it. Like we turn our heads to start talking, and we're walking down the hallway. <laughs> really <laughs> classic no. rookie mistakes. Yeah, am I right, guys? Here's the thing, though. I realized I was doing it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just didn't, didn't care. care. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, this thing's gonna last any time." I, I better sabotage. <laughs> I be like, I better sabotage this a little bit so it doesn't get as good as sticking in your home. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's, oh, man, that's such bad audio. <laughs> Chris, I'm a, I'm a long-time entertainer, been doing it since I was a child. I know that the proper mic technique is to hold it straight up to your mouth as if you're ready to just swallow it whole. That's right. That's right. Get that, get all that, get all that sound wave going in there. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Enter the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie is X-Men. Days of Future Past. My name is Chris Klump. With me, as always, is Amato Shaper. Oh, okay. 
Now, now, the, uh, during the Godzilla uh, episode, we had to cut out a lot of you trying to act like you were Japanese you because doing Ken a terrible. Watch. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't an axe. I mean, this what I just did was just me d- saying something because oh, I'm insecure okay. with right. like just sameness. just your regular voice, yeah, yeah, right. And like, but like, I'm just curious, like, because we haven't. S- like talked about anything that I can see you connecting to that voice. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, was that this, that I yeah, just what, did? Yeah, was, was that, that well, your no, 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 voice? Is that Cal's? Uh, is it, no, is that your impersonation? No, that of that is an extension of my insecurity as a human being because I can't ever we, say my name. We normally. believe that. No, we we're past that. Yeah, my question is, why did you choose that voice? Because I know you could do a lot of voices. I have my, no idea. My assumption for your go-to voice would be like Big Daddy. Or like, or like, I don't use the big daddy voice enough. Okay, yeah, like, I, but that'd be like, Met mm, Chief, you know, some like kind of thing like that. Uh, that would be my guess. I'd, Wait, oh, Chris, <laughs> I'm Met Chief, <laughs> like, and I'm not gonna sit here and listen to another goddamn thing you have to say to me about these fucking movies <laughs> and all the shit that you pile on top of me while I'm lying here like an old man dying. <laughs> but like. But that would be like some variation of that is what I think your go-to voice would be. But apparently, maybe it's Matoshebo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even try it's, to make it Japanese. It's a, it's a very, very uh, Japanese. Oh, uh, no! Don't no. That makes it worse. I it <laughs> cut so much honestly, out of the Godzilla right, episode. Listen, honestly, ridiculous. if I had if I had a go-to voice that wasn't mine, right. it would just be like a little girl's voice. Just be like. Yeah, that is it. You do that one a lot. You do that one a lot. Yep, yep. Yay! Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, of course, with us as always. <laughs> Great. No, Wonderful. that see, but that the thing is, that's great. my real voice. This is a fake voice. That I- <laughs> wow, wow! You've been playing the long con yeah. for many years. You've been tricking us. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to be myself, I could. Oh no, no, that, oh, that <laughs> no, would be no. exhausting. <laughs> Don't be yourself. Be someone else. <laughs> anyone else. I really like that voice. <laughs> oh, that sounds like it would hurt after voice. a while. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, we are watch. Or we are discussing uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. Before we get into that, let's get into some news. That name, though. I mean, real quick. Like, I always feel like that part in um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they discuss. Um, the levels of grammar that had to come about when time travel was invented. Right, right. Because you have to talk about things from the past <laughs> in an alternate future, and right, you might have right. to talk about things from an alternate past or whatever. And so Days of Future Past is is pushing the line there a little bit. Yeah, li- a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, okay, so here's some news. We got we got a, a lot of, like, little things. All right. I'll save the big thing for later, but... um. Um, all right, so Roland Emmerich, all right, set to direct a big screen Stargate reboot. Whoa, whoa, trilogy. whoa, 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 whoa! Trilogy. He's going to do a Stargate reboot trilogy. Yes. Well, everything has to be more than one movie. Well, Heaven yeah, forbid. I understand that. <laughs> but yes, so I'm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a movie that needs a reboot? I. Like there, there is a. I mean, there is a fan base. Oh it's yeah, not no, 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 huge. It's not huge. It's not Star Trek, right? I but mean, it's 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 like there. So the only Stargate thing I've ever seen is the the old, movie, the Kurt Russell, the other, which movie. is good, which is which fine. is great. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want. It wasn't so good that I wanted to start watching the shows. 
No. But it was fine. No. It was good, and it was like, oh, cool. Right. I mean, okay, so Roland Emmerich has worked on many quality films, right. uh, both writing and directing. Yeah. Specifically, I mean, he did direct the first Stargate, and he he also did Independence Day, which is amazing. Right. Uh, it's dumb. But it's but it's, the, it's the amazing dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the, yeah. it's the amazing so like it, it, yeah. it, 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 it is one of those movies where I'm like I can watch this and I will get nothing out of it. Oh yeah. Right. Um but I will walk out of the, I will walk out of my living room going like, Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> and I, I love every minute of it. for the tenth time. Do you guys right. know, like yeah, like I, I, for I, a movie that's dumb, everybody has seen it so oh, many times. Oh my god, and it's it, like ridiculous. That movie is almost almost two and a half hours long. Of just <laughs> yeah, it is long. Stupid shit. It's um, surprisingly long, it's but you still long. sit there and watch it all. Oh hell yeah, yeah. you do. Um, but he's also done some really terrible films, oh, like yeah, Day course. After Tomorrow right. or Godzilla 1998. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, like the, Day After Tomorrow, and even Godzilla, like. When I I saw them both like when they came out okay. like at the time and they were bad but they like they were entertaining when I was sitting there right like they weren't like right. I wasn't like, like angry okay yeah. okay yeah I mean day after tomorrow like was was pushing it at times but like it was kind of like okay I can ride along with this and like Godzilla I was pretty young at Godzilla and I I think well no I guess I wasn't that young but like I guess I don't know. Maybe I, I was, was young when I saw Godzilla, and I liked it. But I was well, young yeah, you were gonna like it. Young and stupid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, 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 like, I definitely like, like the next day after Godzilla, I feel like I remember my friends and I being like, that was bad. But like, right when we left, we're like, cool. <laughs> like, uh, okay. One of those kind of deals where you're like, when you thought about it too much, you're like, oh, like uh, it's like he's like, uh, he makes he makes movies that are like. Like almost passing transvestites, like just, <laughs> just about, yeah. just about. Until well, you're you're like, like, hey, girl. And then, but then you look a little bit too much. You're like, oh, oh, okay. oh. that's a dude. Now I'm uncomfortable. Now I'm dude. really uncomfortable. Definitely pre-op up. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's uh, hmm. so like you, I've only seen the the original, you know, Stargate movie, the first right. movie, which is it's it's pretty good. It's not amazing, but it is pretty good, and it holds up fairly well. But I've never seen any of the TV shows. Oh no! And there's so there's much. There's so many oh, TV it's crazy. shows. It's crazy. Because there's what? What four series? It's it, it almost rivals Star Trek at this point for just quantity. Yeah. Stargate, but in a way less right. amount of time. Right. There's Stargate SG One. Right. 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 Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis. Yep. Right. Stargate. What is Stargate SGU or SGU Stargate Universe? Yeah, yeah okay. That, I think else. that's the later one that was on uh, Sci-Fi. Um, Stargate Continuum. What is that? Oh my god, <laughs> that might be like a TV movie or something. Oh, they had to have. So a TV the three TV the three television series are SG One, Atlantis, and Universe. Stargate Infinity is an animated series. Okay. Um, and then the films are. Stargate, and then Stargate: Arc of Truth, and Stargate Continuum. Those are three films. So um, is he going to do? So, so, but but he is doing a total like uh, a complete reboot. That's what it says. Okay, because that almost needs to happen at this. Okay, point. Okay, so listen to this: Stargate SG One episodes two hundred and fourteen, Stargate Atlantis episodes one hundred, Stargate wow. Universe episodes forty. Uh, 
So there's definitely and there's only two seasons. That twenty episodes a season. Yeah. So, you know how so many there's shows I would love to see twenty episodes in a season. Oh my god! <laughs> and we don't get, and we don't get them. But no, fucking Stargate. Like, <laughs> I don't like, know. Is it? I don't. I don't know anything. Is it good? I no. don't think so. No. I don't know. I don't know I, I've anything heard, I've heard about really, it. Like, exactly. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, like that's you how would, you can that tell. doesn't mean it's not good. Y- you would have heard about it being good. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you heard? You're probably right. Have you heard about like Battlestar Galactica being good? Like yes. The newest one, right? And yes. I don't even know that you would like that, but you've heard that, right? Because yeah. it's that because it's good enough that it's bled over. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, Stargate. Somebody, you've heard nothing. Somebody would have said something. I would have heard someone in exactly. my giant circle exactly. of friends that care about these sort of things. Hey, you know, it's actually really there. good. You know what's actually I've, it's, silence is deafening. Not a single soul has ever said. It was that. to the point. It was to the point where, um, when 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 me and Melissa first uh, started dating, she was like, "Oh, oh, uh, we were walking through, um, I forget where, I guess Walmart, where they had like really cheap Blu-rays, um, and there and 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 Stargate was there for like ten bucks. She's like, "Oh, I love Stargate. It's great." I'm like, "You like Stargate? Isn't it terrible?" She goes, well, haven't you seen the movie? I'm like, no, of course not. Why would I, yeah. why would I have done that? <laughs> um, then she sat me down, and I watched the first one. I thought, oh, okay, oh. This, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's, 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 it's nice. It's, it's pretty good. Um, it's got Kurt Russell and James Spader. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got some good um, actors in it. And then I felt no need to dive. And you know me. You know how oh, obsessed yeah. I get with shit like this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Where I'll watch like a, a half of a half decent Babylon 5 movie <laughs> and suddenly I own the entire series on DVD uh, Babylon 5 I re- dedi- I, I, dedication I, yes well I really liked Babylon 5 yeah um, so. but so like yeah I watched the, the, the probably the best movie they had and I'm like well yeah. I'm good enough for me so I, I don't know I mean whatever we'll see how it is I mean at least it's the same guy yeah at least it's Roland Emmerich right and so like if 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 you if you didn't care for the move the the TV series and you didn't care about getting into it, but you watched the first movie and you thought that was okay, then maybe the reboots will still be good because it'll be the, that especially guy. if they get, it won't be the TV show guy <laughs> like oh no but, and, and especially if they get Kurt Russell back oh, yeah man, that'd, that'd be cool be great um but yeah so we'll see but uh in the in the wheelhouse of other seemingly unnecessary reboots we got one coming up for Cliffhanger. And another one coming up for, this one is like, I don't even know what to do with this information. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. What? (laughs) Now, I will say I love that movie. That movie, okay. That movie's good and I love it. I'm not going to argue with you and I'm not even going to get into it, but (laughs) there is no need for it. Right, right. You're going to be shocked here. Uh, Melissa sat me down to watch My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It won me over. Yes, I want. I wanted to hate that movie and I couldn't. Because it's a it was great really buy. good. It came out in 2002. Right. <laughs> right. It's not a sequel? No. It said... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a sequel. Okay. Sequel. That's... Not, that's a, not a reboot. I mean, that's not but, great. Yeah. Same... I, I, I was putting still. it in the same wheelhouse okay, as okay. unnecessary reboot. But it's still an sequel. unnecessary sequel. That oh, movie... Yeah. But... That movie was lightning in a bottle. There's no way they're going to do that again. Right. But... That's at least a little bit more acceptable than, than them being yes. like, yeah. let's no, you're reboot right. this yeah. 2002 yeah. film. You're right, you're right, you're which right. Which was very, like, <laughs> singular in nature. <laughs> That's, like, what? It's a shot, it's a shot for shot remake. <laughs> like, I, like, it's same, a, it's same a gritty, actors. It's a gritty remake. <laughs> you know what we need a gritty reboot of? Father of the Bride. <laughs> 
It'll let's, be super dark. Yeah. Oh so, no. no. Yeah. It. It. it yeah. It, not. Not a reboot. Sorry, but, uh, but wrong a se- word. But a sequel, sequel, which but is still unnecessary. Equally unnecessary to the cliffhanger reboot. Um, that uh, that upsets me even more because yeah. cliffhanger wasn't good. And no. the premise wasn't no. good. Cliffhanger, no. and everything Cliffhanger that, is the definition of like a Saturday afternoon TBS. Well, there's right. nothing else on. Yeah, there's yep. nothing else that on. That is the extent of its quality. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, when, when, when I see, oh, Cliffhanger's on. Well, it's either that or a Ron Popeil infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go with Cliffhanger. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the late 90s. What a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it even late nineties? I thought that was like early. 90s. Well, I guess it. Well, by the time it made Wait, it to cable, Rob Popeil? No, but by the time it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but by the time by the time Cliffhanger made it to like TBS, it would have been like ninety seven. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's probably right. It came out in ninety three, so yeah, it probably took like four years. Yeah, so right. it was like in heavy syndication. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, oh. I do like um, the ridiculousness of uh, what's his name. Uh, John Lithgow. Oh, John Lithgow was great in that. <laughs> like, yeah. if he's not in it, then it's completely unwatchable. <laughs> right, right. But, but with John he, Lithgow, yeah, you're he kind is, of like, I he is an over the top like villain in that. He's, he's pretty great. He's so John Lithgow. Villain. I, I, I'd imagine he because he's over the top in just about everything. He's yeah, in. yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah, you're right. If if he if he's not there to at least make a cameo, like I, I don't, yeah. I don't care about Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, oh god, I don't want to well, see. Is he gonna be, I don't want to so see disgusting bulging. Oh no. Just how, hold on. How would that work? He's so like to- he's like a, more of a tank than a man now. He would just How would he He climb? would smash through a mountain. He wouldn't well, they, climb it. Yeah. He would just destroy it. <laughs> just roll onto it. <laughs> just curl up into a giant muscle ball and <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um speaking of Delays and uh, and other such nonsense. And since we were talking about Independence Day, the World War Z and Independence Day sequels have gotten new writers. <laughs> They've been working on an Independence Day sequel for so long. I hope they, the I, end of the uh, um, the original script for the sequel it uh, was written by James Vanderbilt, but now Carter Blanchard. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't recognize that guy. Who that guy is. Uh, oh, we'll see. Blanchard is a lesser-known writer who is working on... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's working on an adaptation of Spy Hunter, the video game? What? Oh, oh this... <laughs> oh, God. Just, this is getting out of hand. What else we got, guys? What, what like, other properties do we own? <laughs> Spy Hunter? Get me a script. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's about a guy who drives a car. He has an oil slick. Beautiful. Put there's, it in production. There's a guy working on, like, uh, the guy who, who wrote Nonstop, that, that uh-huh. Liam Neeson thing on the yeah. plane. Yeah. He's working. He's slated to be currently uh, working on a Rampage movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at this point, we are making movies Wait, about video the, games that are about that movies. Game yes. with the- with Giant the monsters, monsters yeah, it, climbing up is he the lizard? And uh, I forget what the gorilla's name and is. And he like, and, and then he punches it, and then there's a girl in a in a bathtub. She's like, ooh. Yeah, you have to like <laughs> shake the buildings and stuff. I really like, hope that Rampage is a great movie. game, but yeah. it's obviously making fun of. Hey. Well, well, then why are we stopping at this shit? Let's get a primal rage movie. Absolutely. Why not? I Killer Instinct. With that. <laughs> Killer Instinct. Why not? Oh no. Come on, I am shocked. Coming, you, baby. You know, keep coming. You know what? I am really shocked that we don't Smash have... Smash TV. Oh, no. 
I feel we, like we already have that. We already have that. It's called Running Man. Yeah, I was going to say, really... that would be a remake of, of a, a re- remake of a remake. <laughs> yeah. It would be. <laughs> um, but well, one thing I am surprised that we don't have in the video game movie world is a Duke Nukem movie. Because you would have thought yeah. somebody would have made along that by the way, now. Yeah. Someone along the way would have done that. Yeah, Ugh. for sure. I, you'd think at least Yui Bowl would have done it. By right, now. he's Absolutely. done like anyway, twelve other that's video totally games. Totally something he would do. Yeah, that, that is totally in, something he would do. So. Okay, uh, another quick. Li- this is not like this. Is something that would probably be on most other film podcasts, but we're talking about it because Chris Klump is uh, the host. Um, what? There's going to be a Beyond the Brick, a Lego brickumentary. Oh, yeah. This is the press release for the film arriving sometime this year. Since the birth of their trademark in 1958, the Lego group has produced over 400 billion bricks, and more and more Lego bricks are more and more Lego bricks aren't just for kids, and some take some take them very seriously. Yes, yes we Adult do. Adult fans of Legos, A F O L S, like A F O L and that like that they're called a false. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> I didn't is know that, that. Is that I'm, how you, I'm, the is that how you uh, depict yourself, Chris? Uh, well, you, I mean, and, and, an not, in, not in public. Yo, me and a foes, you know, we go crazy on the weekends. Uh, we get so, a nice big bag of bricks. It, we, have, we, 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 we have we have meetups. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of keep it secret. a around the globe are unashamedly declaring their love of the brick. Brick artists. Their love of the brick. Okay, now these brick. guys are taking it a little farther than <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> Brick artists are creating stunning and surprising creations, and Lego master builders. Oh, how would you like to have that moniker? I Lego actually, master. I actually looked builder. in because that is that is a title. I think you have to work for Lego to get that title. Are building human scale and larger structures. Yeah. Lego bricks are being used educationally, therapeutically, and have provided a universal system for human creativity and our innate desire to build. When 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 when's this documentary coming out? Later this year. Look so. forward to that later this year, kids, when uh, we do the end of the critic <laughs> reviewing of it, because I'll, ma- I'll make wait. these guys watch it. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, a, I mean, it's a good it. time for it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely just, it the is. the Lego movie and, and, the, and the success of all the video games and all this other stuff, I and mean, it's a good time for it. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited. I hope they stick it to those mega block fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Well, yeah, because there's such huge competition. If people... Okay, so now, basically, the last thing we'll talk about, if people want to skip past this to the part of the trailers they can we're going to discuss the l- leaked plot points i guess not leaked well, no, the announced, not really leaked. announced plot points for jurassic world is that what it's called yes, yeah, jurassic, jurassic world. world so uh if you don't if you want to go into jurassic world knowing 100 or no knowing zero things skip ahead now um if you don't mind knowing kind of broad plot points then we're going to discuss them Right. Since they were um, talked about. So, first, we have uh, Jurassic World is going to take place in a fully functional park on Isla Nublar, which I think we already knew. I kind of figured that was going to happen. I mean, just the name. <laughs> it's like Disney World. Um, so, we got that. You know, So, we know it's going to look like basically like Disney World with resorts and hotels and nightlife and blah, blah, blah. All... And, like, assuming that it's already successful means that, you know, like, this has been going on for a while. For a while, yeah, a couple it's of years. It's not the unveiling. <laughs> it's always the unveiling. Oh, yeah. It's just... not the unveiling of it. Um, yeah, so, okay, so we got... This film picks up 22 years after Jurassic Park, 
when De- Derek. Oh, sorry, it's a guy who's working the film. Okay. When Derek I and I sat down to find the movie, we looked at the past two decades and talked about what we've seen. Two things came to the surface. One was that money has been the gasoline and the engine of our biggest mistakes. If there are billions to be made, no one can resist them, even if they know things could end horribly. And the other was that our relationship with technology has become so woven with our daily lives, we become numb to the scientific miracles around us, and we take them for granted. So you're taking those two things into account about... The, the world that we live in as compared right. to the world that we lived in when the first Jurassic Park came out. So these two ideas felt like they could work together. What if, despite previous disasters, they built a new biological preserve where you could see dinosaurs walk the earth? And what if people were already kind of over it? We imagined a teenager texting his girlfriend with his back to a T-Rex behind protective glass. For us, that image captured the way much of the audience feels oh, about the movies themselves. Mm, that's great. We've seen mm. CG dinosaurs. What else you got? Next year, you'll see our answer. That's a, No, that's a great idea. That is a great angle. Um, especially because like, me, me and Melissa go to the zoo a lot. Right. And you, you will see that kind of stuff all the time where there's like a tiger or a lion <laughs> right. walking around. And you'll always see some like, you know shitty teenager texting or right. not paying attention to like paying attention to his phone when this beast ama- this right. amazing creature is walking behind them and they're like oh, whatever i don't care yeah so like the idea of taking that and then putting it with dinosaurs is so cool yeah definitely. i love that idea because you like the the sad part is that it, it's true like for for not necessarily everybody but for some people and maybe a a, a and more you know, more people than we want to admit for the sake of humanity would get over a Jurassic world oh, after, yeah. after some amount of yeah. time, they'd be like that. Oh, fine. okay. That's neat. Like, like as if, you know, like we always talk about, like if you were to go back in time right now and show yourself an iPhone when you were like, you know, like, you know, 10 years old, right, you'd be right. like, what? But like, who had that? Reaction when they saw an iPhone, they were just like, "Cool, oh, that's neat. Look at that, like neat. Like I can maybe, do this maybe now. like like really huge Apple fans were freaking out, but the average reaction was just like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. it was whoa, neat." And then me complaining about how inconvenient <laughs> right. this new convenience is. <laughs> me going like, yeah. "Oh, this three G network is so slow." Before that, I had no G network. <laughs> uh, and yeah. then I also like the idea that they're also saying that's kind of how people are with the. Series as as a you know yeah as a franchise because they're kind of true yeah um yeah definitely it's definitely like really a Jurassic another world? Jurassic movie so so that's that's a cool take on it all right so now we got um there are no such thing as good or bad dinosaurs there are predators and prey the T Rex in Jurassic Park took human lives and saved them no one interpreted her as good <clears throat> or bad so. This film is about our relationship with animals, how we react to the threat they pose to our dominance on Earth as a species. We hunt them, we cage them in zoos, we admire them from afar, and we try to assert control over them. So what he's referring to here when he's asked the question, is there good or bad dinosaurs, one of the leaked plot points is that Chris Pratt's character is a dinosaur trainer. Ah. And that the conventional dinosaurs in this film supposedly are the quote-unquote good guys that he has trained raptors and T-Rexes, and they fight this, which I'm sure Parker will get into, this genetic concoction that's created. 
right. in the park. Uh, so we're not going with Pro- the... So Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Pratt's now, character is doing behavioral research, and uh, they aren't trained. They can't do tricks. He's just trying to figure out the limits of the relationship between these highly intelligent creasers and human beings. If people don't think there's potential in these in those ideas, maybe they won't like this movie, but I asked them to give it a chance. So, basically, I think what the director's saying there is that it's not as simple as, yes, all the dino- all the regular dinosaurs are good, blah, right. blah, blah. I don't think it's going to be as simple as Chris Pratt just riding raptors everywhere. Although, how right. cool would that be? That would be awesome. <laughs> if it happened, I wouldn't begrudge the film for it. Um, yeah, So they, and they said they were hoping that the audience's... Uh, wouldn't necessarily discover it this soon, but yes, there will be a new dinosaur created by the park's geneticist. The gaps in her sequences were filled with DNA from other species, much like the genome in the first film were, fi- were fixed with frog DNA. This creation exists to fulfill a corporate mandate. They want something bigger, louder, with more teeth. Yeah. And that's what they get. And then the idea of a modified dinosaur puts a lot of people on alert. Um, the animal is not a mutant freak. It doesn't have snake's head or octopus yeah. tentacles. It's a dinosaur created in the same way the others were. It's just, like, larger and right. on the next level. So huh. that's that's good. Um, that actually... That so was one it's of an the, alpha predator. Yeah. An apex predator. Mm. That, that was one of the things that <laughs> I was concerned about when I heard these leaked plot details, which I didn't necessarily want to hear in the first place. But that's, that's a, that's a <laughs> right. story for another time. Yep. Um, what... When I heard these plot details, my first thought was, this is going away from what Jurassic Park is, which is a dinosaur movie. Right. I don't want to see a Jurassic Park movie about blended together genetic right. creations. Right. Or just, or just like bioengineering and all that. That right, had nothing right. to do with right. dinosaurs. Um, right. Jurassic Park was cool because, yes, there was a lot of science going into it, but ultimately you were seeing the best movie about dinosaurs. Yeah. But I also heard that there were, I think in the article that was released uh, prior to this one, that was just the leaked details, they actually did consult Jack Horner, who's a, like a, one of the bigger like paleontologists out there, who I think helped with all the other Jurassic Park movies, and they consulted him to kind of help design this new dinosaur. So it's probably going to be... A dinosaur that has elements of different dinosaurs, but still right. looks essentially like, like a dinosaur. A dinosaur. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to get just going to look crazy. bigger and yeah. bigger, but not necessarily like some sort of wild yeah. mutation, right? Yeah. Okay, but pr- probably larger and more violent and more whatever. And, and, well, so, well, and so apparently, far, it will have cloaking capabilities because oh, of the cuttlefish genes, right? Okay, right. no, okay, Which so is this a thing. I mean, this, that's a this, real thing. Yeah. This all kind of makes sense as to what would happen if something, because like... Right, I mean, that's true. This g- is geneticists and bioengineers are doing this kind of stuff already, they're just on smaller scales. Right. And, and not, not something that could, you know, threaten yeah. us. And anytime something becomes, like, like, they become good at it, some person swoops in with a lot of money... With hopes to make even more money, right? Exactly, and, t- and takes it th- that research and makes it into something yeah. that, that um, the original scientist is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I yeah, exactly. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I, I, all, all I wanted to do was make this uh, this thing uh, be able to like glow in the dark. Now you want it to like do all this other horrible stuff. No, yeah. I can't make it. Can't let you do that. Definitely. 
Um, so far, this sounds a lot better than the original Jurassic World script that had come out where right. the raptors were super intelligent, could talk, <laughs> and had guns mounted well, on them. Well, that was before it even was called Jurassic World. Yes. That was yes. like years ago. And, yeah. that, and that, I think that was before, that was like a different director and everything that was slated Sp- for that. Sp- Spielberg actually commissioned that script. <laughs> Wow. But then yeah. again, Spielberg does that a lot where he's like, I got money to burn. You want to write a script? Have at it. Yeah. It might be good or we might have a laugh about it later. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's cool that, 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 uh, Trevor Rowe is, is, is addressing this stuff. They are like, rather than like a lot of times studios take it. the, like the silence route and like, I can right. understand that cause you don't want to get muddled into like this, like an, into like a nonsense, like press war or something. But at the same time, it's like. You can like like this is a perfect example. You can address them in a way that's like, look, this is what we're doing. We're not doing this. We're doing this. Right, right. And you can still keep everything quiet, but at the same time, right. like, make it like, look, we're working on it. And like, he even addresses. He said, a lot of people are feel like we're ruining their childhood, but they forget that it's also someone else's current childhood. Right. So like, let us make a movie. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, not everything is for you. <laughs> That oh absolutely and that and well, into those l- like l- like yeah. let us not forget that the Jurassic Park franchise has three movies, one of them is great, one of them is awful, and right. one of them is eh. like which one's awful? I would say the um or I don't even I can't because I, I get them flipped up. Which is the one where that uh, gymnastics chick uh, does like Lost the pole and uh, See, kicks the raptor the through the window? Lost World. That's the second one, right? Lost World. Yeah, is that what the fr- is that the second the sec- or the third the one? one? That's the second one. Right. Okay. Yeah, Lost World. Is that the that's one. the one you think is awful? Uh, it, it, now it has been a long time since. See, I've because seen it. I would argue that Lost World would is still like a good movie. It's just a very very different kind of movie. Okay, and it's not nearly as special. It's more like maybe. A standard maybe movie. I mean, it, it it also could be again. Like, I, mean, I have how much does a raptor weigh? She couldn't do that. Oh, well, that part's stupid. <laughs> okay, good. But that's probably the stupidest part in the movie. Okay, okay. that's good. Um, but it has really good action scenes that don't even involve dinosaurs. Like, I still maintain that the scene where the the bus or whatever, the giant, like, truck research station is, yeah. like, dangling off the side of the car. Okay, cliff. that scene that, is amazing. That is honestly one of the better, like, action scenes of that type. Is that the one where she's, like, I've, trying to... Yes, get up in the, the glass. glass. Is crazy. That, that's oh, some yeah, Hitchcocky yeah. and shit right there. That is, ex- that, that is excellent. That is really good. And it has nothing to do with dinosaurs either. Right. It, it um, is a shame that it's wasted on an, uh, a, a, a decent movie. Right. Like, I mean, because that... It's I not feel... an amazing film. It's, <laughs> right. But I, it if has you take it for what it is, if you take it for what it is, and right. you kind of disconnect yeah. it from Jurassic and Park... And I, th- I don't think when I first saw it, I could do that. Right. Because I saw it, I was a lot younger. And then and the third like, one... Jurassic Park was amazing. And then I watched this, I'm like, this wasn't. And then the third one's just sort of like a parody of Jurassic Park, really. Now, like, it's enjoyable if you look at it from that angle of just okay. like, oh, it's just people running around and dinosaurs doing crazy stuff. All right. Without any of, like, the heart and soul of the original movie. Hmm. Um, but when you take it at that, like, it's still worth watching. Like, it's still, like, good. Like, hey, I, I own them. It's still good. To, yeah, <laughs> I own like, all three, I, thanks I, I to bought, you. I bought them for you for your wedding. Um, <laughs> it's like dinosaur porn, basically. Right, just, like, right. Just getting to see, like, dinosaurs doing things no it's like legitimate dinosaur porn right? no like there's no actual <laughs> I, I, if Which, i don't recall there's any because uh, i'm pretty sure there's a market for that matt write that down uh all right i'm writing <laughs> copy, it down. copyright copyright yeah so are there any other uh major plot points to this 
No, that that was the only ones he addressed, just because those are the like some of the ones that kind of got leaked. So he wanted to, because I mean he would you know got leaked about a a genetic modified dinosaur and he wanted to make sure that people like didn't take that and make it into like i was about to crazy. say because when i pictured a genetic like the the, the right. second he said that i thought like man this movie's gonna be dumb right because i i pictured a gigantic right well uh, isn't isn't one of the jurassic park books have a dinosaur that can cloak wasn't that when one of the books uh the dilophosaurus right yeah and the, di- would- the dilophosaurus can do that in the books but, but, there are, like, but there are creatures do in, that in real wor- the real world at the time, or is that what they were saying? They it could. Well, I think they had the gene. I don't know if it was from a cuttlefish, but they got and it yeah they got some gene where they could like change their color, right? Like a chameleon, yeah. right? Yeah, I, mean, I remember there was a thing where the I remember there was a scene where they shut the lights off and then they saw a bunch of di- you know they looked out they were like in a the station and they looked mm-hmm. out on like a like a tennis court. Or like a basketball court, and they didn't see anything, and then they shut the lights out, and then there was a bunch of white dinosaurs that slowly disappeared, and they were like, "Oh no!" And they yeah, they flipped them back on, and they realized there was dinosaurs that were cloaking. Ah, okay. and it was like, "What?" So I was like, there, was there, like, there yeah, are creatures I mean, in nature that can do well, that. and his and his his points valid. Like technically, all the dinosaurs in the movies are genetically modified. Because they're true. filling in, this they're is true. filling in gaps right. with things that right, uh, which is why they start breeding. Like that, right. that's, that's, a, that's a, a major plot point. Like that's a thing that happened right. theoretically because of, of the, the like maybe DNA. some of the frog yeah. DNA. You didn't I mean so? Yeah. But no, when when but when you specifically say genetic, genetically modified, it brings to mind really cheesy. Other oh yeah, like but also NATO yeah. bullshit. Yeah. But this, and, and, and yeah. until until he addresses it. Which is a good thing he did. People just imagine, like you know, like a thing with octopus, you know. Right. Oh no, I'm sorry. I, yeah, the uh, sharktopus is what I was. Thinking. Right, right. Yeah. Just I was thinking of sharktopus. Super ridiculous. You're like, was, yeah, okay. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, with what he said and the realization that this clearly isn't like you know a one million dollar budget sci-fi. Yeah, this is this is not movie. a Roger Corman production. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't something yeah. that's going to be straight to sci-fi. So. Yeah. So it, I think we can get excited about it. Yeah. All right. Especially because Chris Pratt. Yeah, all oh, day, yeah. every day. All day, every day. Yeah, and I think we're you know, if it does end up that he's actually just riding raptors the whole time, I'm, I think again, we're all, I'm fine with. We're that. all going to be fine, fine with, that. with that. You guys, yeah. any and any listener out there, you should definitely re, be reading Doctor McNinja, which is a web comic about a ninja who has become a doctor, um, but he still obviously has to deal with like uh, crazy ninja adventures. One of them being when he has up to go up against some. Uh, Raptor riding banditos <laughs> who have ridiculously huge mustaches and ride raptors awesome. around, and he ends up uh, befriend like getting befriending one of the uh, raptors, and he names it Yoshi. <laughs> That's great. What's it called? It's What's... called Doctor McNinja. It's Dr. been going McNinja. on for like since maybe two thousand five or wow. two thousand six. It's it's a re- it's it's a lot there, but like there like in one one. Um, issue like they kind of do it in like big story arcs he has to deal with uh this disease that's spreading around town where it um transforms uh children into uh lumberjacks that but like like 40 foot tall lumberjacks like paul bunyan and so like they have these like signs to know if you're if you're if you're going to be turning and it's like do you need to eat Lots of flapjacks in the morning. <laughs> do you like need to shave like every hour? <laughs> your son may, your son or daughter may have lumberjack disease. 
Oh, that's great. Moving on. It's 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 trailer time. It's trailer time. Trailer time. Trailers. I just saw a whole bunch of trailers. <laughs> so our first uh, our first trailer, Big Hero Six. Burp. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at another part of the page. Uh, <laughs> A group of six superheroes are recruited by the government to protect the nation. Simple enough. Yep, simple that's enough. just simple enough. Uh, this movie stars. Uh, the, the, apparently, they don't have a full cast list yet. Yeah. Uh, so they all all they have uh, T J Miller, Maya Rudolph, and uh, Jamie Chung. Yeah. So this is an animated movie from yes. Disney. Yes. Uh, not Pixar. Right. Not Pixar. This is a, a like a Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. Tangled type. Uh, Frozen. Frozen. Right. So it's you know, and it and uh, right away it has that like charming Disney oh feel. My God, within yes. a second. Just watch the trailer. Yeah. The, tra- the trailer. The trailer. Uh, there's almost no dialogue. And you, and you know the good part about it, like an early Disney trailer, a lot of times. They do not have anything from the movie. Nothing. It's like a scene that's se- that's separate from the movie, but contains characters that are in the movie doing something very charming. Right. And 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 this trailer is no exception. Right. Um. Just seeing the gigantic, uh, amorphous <laughs> white blob chase around a uh, soccer ball. I, yes. I could I could watch that on loop. <laughs> that was the that is. Very it's just strange. adorable. Um. <laughs> I, I think the only voice work in the trailer is just the kid going, yes. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just all visual from there. Yeah. Um, now, the the thing about this this that's the most exciting um, is that this is a Marvel comic from 98. I was unaware of this. Um, this is there was also a, a, a six-issue miniseries in 2008, but it's it's old. It's... It's a it's an old like you know once off kind of thing. It wasn't uh, super crazy. I don't even know that there was that many issues. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's like a it was set in Japan, I think. And so this is like a like yeah, kind Japanese of a... government wanted a team of state sanctioned superheroes at their disposal. So that's how they put these people together. And so this is like a. a, a... It sounds like a, a little known comic. Yeah, definitely. That, I mean, this that is Disney from, acquired during right, the whole this Marvel is deal. Ninety eight. So this is like when comics were like really like going crazy, and there was just they could do no so, wrong. So much of of like I mean I you know like I there was just so much being produced. Just sort of lost. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, there's just so much content that like it's crazy that anybody read all of it. Right. <laughs> so I. I you you had mentioned this while we were watching the trailer, which because I didn't know it was a comic, and you said like I'm real. I I love the idea of Disney taking right. these lesser known uh, yeah, properties but, they own now. Yeah, and they're they're acquiring these giant universes like Marvel and Star Wars, and like like I made a comment in something on Facebook, and I was like, imagine a, a like a, a an actual good version of like. Uh, Battle for Endor, like that 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 crappy right, right. 80s movie with Wicket, the one Ugh. Ewok, and yeah. like, and like yeah. that's such a bad movie. I mean, it's silly if you watch it. If you watch it when you know when it came out, it was like oh, it was like, Star was, Wars. Yeah, yeah I was, when I was a kid, I, was I thought about, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. It's I was just horrible. By it yeah, as a it, child. it's just like what is happening? This isn't Star Wars, uh, but. It's clearly just a merchandising movie. It, yeah, it was clearly money, but. uh but like, imagine like a, a good, 
a good take on this. Like, imagine like an Ewok story that you want to watch, mm-hmm. like about them, right? Like, and the and the community of the Ewoks. Like, I mean, as much as the Ewoks were created to get kids to buy cute toys, like, th- like there's like clearly there were it seemingly no like actual like substantial content there (laughs) like when you're creating like a world right like when you're world building when you create like chewbacca like that's cool when you create like you know droids that's cool when you create like ewoks Ewoks. it's like we know what you're doing george you're an idiot don't don't no no he's not an idiot he's a very intelligent man because he's richer than he's richer than like the (laughs) government right now it's very um (laughs) it's a precursor to the it was a shrewd business move yes but, but uh, that's exactly what it was a heartless yeah, business move for to sure. get kids Guys, to buy toys. Listen, the Empire was ill equipped for a race of small forest creatures. Okay. All right. All right. With their planet destroying weapons. Dis- yeah, despite <laughs> despite all their despite, power yeah. and despite high that technology, the Ewoks, the, the Ewoks they, had sticks and stones. Uh, and literally. logs. <laughs> hey! Hey! Big sticks are called logs. Big but now I know I, I know there's at least one Star Wars fan who is like freaking out right now. Yes, we know the original script called for them to be fighting Wookies, right? And well, there yeah. was no way it they could happen. do that because Lucas said, "I want Ewoks. I want Wookies, but tiny ones. <laughs> They're cute <laughs> and fuzzy." <laughs> And I can yeah. sell I can sell a really expensive treehouse play set. Yeah, it's like just be glad that he wasn't in that frame of mind when he created Chewbacca because we would have had a oh wicket. we would have we would have had Wicket throughout the entire thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> just been like I, my suggestion is let the Wicket win. <laughs> like, what? Why? No, why? He's, why? He's so I adorable. Step on him. I'm going to pick yeah. him up and throw him in the air. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he's going to cuddle with me anyway. <laughs> he's adorable, but he'll cuddle you. With a little less love than he would <laughs> if you would have been nice to him. <laughs> but so I, I when, when the, the but yeah, that idea that they would take like lesser known parts. I mean, because like no one saw this coming. Like I didn't know that they were gonna. Make I had no this. idea what it was. Um, You're I, right because it's not a. I mean, I only like like when I saw the thing, I was like, that sounds familiar. And then I was like, oh yeah, that com- like it so it wasn't was even so something like, that like. Like came out to you like, like oh right. Big Hero Six you're like wait what's, yeah I wasn't oh, I super that. excited like yes I was just like oh yeah I remember that what <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course like who who's behind it it makes me excited because um, Wreck It Ralph was just oh, I loved Wreck It Ralph it was wonderful. so good it was very good um and so just just, just the idea that the, the that team is getting back together to do yep. this as far as animation is concerned is just it it really makes me excited for it. So that comes out uh, November seventh of this year. So great, yeah. So uh, that what this year? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, everything's awesome. Yeah, I know this year's gonna be <laughs> like. Great. I'm so Everything glad that awesome. I'm so glad that they didn't like talk about this till now. I know, like, because I would have <laughs> just does been, like, seem like the kind of trailer that they would show and then be like, "It'll be coming out in, in 2016." Years. Right, exactly. That's what I was like worried about, but yeah. All right. So the next uh, next trailer, we got A Walk Among the Tombstones. Private investigator Matthew Scudder is hired by a drug kingpin to find out who kidnapped and murdered his wife. All right. Just, That's uh, interesting. I didn't even catch that from the trailer. No, I didn't either. So this movie stars uh, Liam Neeson and uh, other people that you don't 
need to know about an Astro oh. <laughs> who plays TJ. What? Oh, there! Hell oh my yeah. God! Look at that Astro. Okay. <laughs> like that's some guy's name. Yeah. 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 Cool name. He's going bro. for like Sinbad. I don't yeah, know. Look at his picture too. Just, that's just that's the best. You need, yeah. Er- everybody, take, um, take a moment to uh, look on your various internet connected devices. Look up uh, this guy, Astro. Damn. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, he's from X Factor. He was on the show X Factor. Oh, really? Yeah. He he's he, a contestant. He, I get. He maybe he won. Oh. But he, he may have won. Oh, good that he's getting work. I guess that's a, that's a strange way <laughs> you, to. You want to know what his his born given name is? Yeah. Brian Bradley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's no wonder he had to make up a name. His nickname is the Astronomical Brian. Kid. The Astronomical Kid. So which I guess he's decided Astro. to short to Astro. <laughs> All right, well, we, we wish him the best We of now luck. know more information than we should about <laughs> this, this guy, kid. this kid. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. So this trailer... Uh, once again, it's every time I see a trailer with Liam Neeson, I just think it's going to be Liam Neeson punching things. The movie, um, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm usually this, this isn't as this is a little bit not quite that. No, no, but I mean, it, it, like automatically when I see like, oh, Liam Neeson, dark, gritty. Now it is Liam stuff. Neeson finding people that have been kidnapped. Yes. I know. So, when you yes. when I came downstairs and you were watching the trailer, I thought, is this taken like? What are we up to? Three or three. four? This like, will be yeah. taking three. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, again, it, it, it is a little bit of a Taken clone. Um, but, but this is much more taking the angle of a crime thriller right. than Taken, which is just like kind of a crime thriller, but mostly just an excuse to be like a raucous action one-man army film. Right, yeah. There, there, there's not a lot of drama in taken where this right. looks a lot more this looks more wrong. along the lines of like ransom yes or a movie like that which yes i love ransom that's one of my favorite 90s films really i love ransom really? yeah i love that kind of movie yeah, i love that kind of movie but ransom's not my like i was about to say i don't i wouldn't to. go with uh, i wouldn't what man, was this, what's that denzel washington one man on fire see i like ransom Dakota more than, fanning back i, I think oh, uh, okay. that's awesome. i think as far as like I don't know. Ransom, like, even though I'm not a parent or anything like that, like, Ransom is, like, the one movie that I'm just like, that would really suck to have your kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Taken oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe. Maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't know. Mom, That's dad, fine, like, let me know. One. Let me know how it would feel. I, I have no relation to that. That's fine. I'll make we'll another one. never know. <laughs> Who? Oh, well, what? Well, how much they want? Honestly, honey, he was cool, but yeah. What? As well I mean, say, I can't. I can't imagine. Listen, if you I always got... wanted a little girl. <laughs> Now's our chance. I can imagine Start if I got over. if I got kidnapped as a, as a as as a kid, my parents would be like, "Well, car rides are gonna be a lot quieter." <laughs> so, <laughs> this movie, um, yeah, I oof. part part of me wants to be excited for it because it does look like a a. You looks know, solid. It looks solid. The trailer makes it look good. Yeah, it really does. But then uh, another part of me is like, but do I really want to see yeah. Liam Neeson do this again? Well, and the fact that Liam Neeson's like the only—he's the only name. He's the only person in this movie. Yeah, everybody else I've either never about. heard of, and I don't even see like those guy actors. Were like, right. I, I recognize them, but I wouldn't know their name. I don't even see them. 
Um, it's just a whole now, lot of no, the nobodies. director Scott Frank. Uh, he's worked on some good stuff. He's mm. Minority Report. That was a good movie. Minority Report was good until the end. Yeah, um, uh, the Wolverine was solid. Um, but he but was on the screenplay for all those things. He hasn't directed. Yeah, this, directed. These, these are just writers. I'm not sure what he's directed. Not much. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. At all. <laughs> Let me look. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shameless. One episode. Uh, and The Lookout. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he, 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 he's written some half-decent stuff, uh, but as far as directors. Which I've never seen The Lookout, but I've heard it's pretty good. Um, But. Okay, so this is obviously a pet project. Yeah, is. I feel like now that this somebody's is giving Neeson, him a chance, Liam Neeson is like, "Yeah, I'll give you a chance," but or or he's contractually obligated to do this film. But judging it purely based on the trailer, oh, I'll see it. I don't know if I'm going to see it. I'm, I might right. have to wait a little bit closer to date to see if I'll see it in theaters. Uh, but I'll probably yeah. Right. It, it it definitely garners a uh, a Netflix viewing. Sure. For when it comes to Netflix. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, movie comes out September 19th of this year. All right, moving on. We saw X-Men, Days of Future Past. The X-Men send Wolverine to the past in a desperate effort to change history and prevent an event that results in doom for both humans and mutants. All right, this movie stars uh, a you, lot uh, of a people. whole lot of people. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> a lot s- of people. I'm gonna skip around a little bit here. So we have Hugh Jackman, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Halle Berry, Nicholas Holt, Anna Paquin, who should not get top billing. She doesn't even have a fucking line in the movie. That's true. Uh, but Ellen, she was in a scene that was then subsequently cut. Yes, uh, Ellen Page, Peter Dinklage. Oh, anybody else worth mentioning? Uh, neither uh old um, right. The two, yeah, Magneto and Professor X. Yeah, or oh yeah, the, the older version. Oh my God, yes, of course, <laughs> Patrick Stewart <laughs> and Ian McKellen. I mean, I understand I why you don't like Patrick Stewart. Oh because, well, you know, you're you're a Kirk fan. I, uh, I, well, yeah. no, hey, whoa, that's that's. There are some things that you can be joke about. all you want, but that's not funny, sir. <laughs> All right. There are some things I am that a should Picard not be man, sir. I am Picard all the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> I honestly I didn't I, know. <laughs> I I just took a shot in the dark. I was See, like, oh, I'll try what? One. He's talked about this before. Uh, I know, God, but I didn't he listen. listen. I shut off immediately. See, I'm no, I'm not Star reading. Trek. See, I, I, don't, I don't really care about Captain Picard, but I am a fan simply based on his cameo and extras. <laughs> Yes. Wow, well, the they're but they're but uh oh right, but we're not comparing him to Magneto who also has an amazing cameo. They both they both. <laughs> like that's like their crowning achievement. In my mind, they're, yes. Like absolutely. Sure. Captain, you know, whatever. Have Star you seen either whatever. of these? No. Okay, so we need to watch them then. Right. <laughs> they are both so good. We'll watch it after the episode. Okay. They're both amazing. Um she's not all right, anything, <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I rode away on the grass. <laughs> on the grass. You know, well, you know what makes it really funny is me having no yeah, idea. No, what you guys yeah. are talking Eventually, about. you'll know this later. You'll so be this like, is, "Oh, so this is how it feels." I'm always on the other side of this. So Ian, so Ian, so Ian, wizard, you shall not pass. Again, this is so. This is how it feels to be on the other side of this thing. I'm usually the one making the reference that nobody yep. understands. Yeah. Well, we need you to learn. All right. <laughs> 
This is this is you hitting my nose with a newspaper. <laughs> no, stop it. Um, all right. So this should be interesting because I I've already talked to both of you briefly about this sport. separately. Separately. So right. here we go. And Matt and I have talked online. Oh, so, yeah, oh, here we we've go. We've all talked about it here in some go. small way. What did you guys think of X Men? I loved it. I thought it was the best movie I ever saw in my whole life. <laughs> I thought it sucked. I knew it. <laughs> and I thought it was okay. All right, moving on, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Scrambled. <laughs> so, all right, now, that, now, now let's, let's set it to actually how it is. Yeah. What did you guys think? No, I thought it was really good. As a standalone movie, I thought it was really good. Um, all right, Parker, tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that you're shooting yourself into the foot um, uh, immediately when you say, as a standalone movie. Right, because that because, immediately gets into the extra but, discussion. But the problem, not even the extra discussion, it is not, in definition, a standalone movie. Correct. Yes, it is. There's nothing is, about this it is that is standalone. It is a 131-minute film. And I choose to view it as such. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, that's well, fine. I mean, now, okay, now I can under I I, I as as the guy who's kind of in between here, I can understand where you're coming from because yes, I do agree that all films, whether they're a part of a series or not, need to function right. on their own. I, I mean, however, I, it is not a standalone film in the sense that it is a part of a series. That's true. And you but, could not if you just jumped into this knowing nothing. You it would, would be, be difficult. Right. It would be difficult. You would be super difficult. Yeah. Even if you'd have to at least see first class. At least. Bare minimum, you would at least have to see first class. However, my... <laughs> I don't even think you could get away with just first class. That, But I'm saying bare minimum. I don't even think that's bare uh, minimum. I think, you'd, I think right. you'd have to see first class and at least uh, X2. And honestly, if you had a base, if you had a decent knowledge... Because otherwise you'd be like, who's this guy in the wheelchair? Who's that guy? Yeah, What's oh, happening? Hold, hold on. If you had a decent knowledge of the comics, you'd be fine too. Like oh, it but wouldn't again, be but again, impossible to get. So then it's not a standalone movie. But it's not a standalone movie because you need knowledge of the comic. It is a standalone movie. It's a fucking 131 minute movie. You don't have you need. to do it. If I go in and watch Die Hard 3, I don't think like, oh, well, I don't know where they're going to go from here. I don't know how the Die Hard 4 in 10 years right, is going to be. Ha- but Matt, I I thought it was we haven't shitty. had that conversation yet. You're jumping to that already. No, I'm, but I know I'm making the point. Go. But I'm making the point that you're saying it's a standalone movie, <laughs> and you're saying that you wouldn't need to know any information going into this? That's crazy. No, that is not. that is obviously not true. You would need to have some information, but you wouldn't have to get it by watching the other movies. You wouldn't necessarily have to be a comic book fan. You <laughs> would have, have to, to do some Wikipedia research. Pa- You'd have to do research. Who wants to have to do research to go see a movie? Okay, but again, what does this have to do with it being a good movie? Okay, the point is, since it's not a standalone movie and needs to connect to the other things, some sure. of those ways it connected were not the best. Okay. And that's, and now, and, and and that's the crux of the issue, because when I first saw the movie, I thought it was great. Just like everybody else. Like, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. I was like, that was fun. And then immediately, like two days later, a day later, whatever, I was like, wow, how are they going to do? And then a, a list of things. And it's like that. those things I did not think after seeing Avengers, after Winter Soldier. I just thought, I can't wait to see how they do that. Instead, I'm like, I can't see how they're going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I never okay. thought now, that. Now, for, for me... Again, being the kind of the bridge between you two on this, because I I am kind of in the middle of this. Where well, see, no, I feel like I'm a little bit to the 
better of you as far as I liked it. Right. I think I liked yeah. it more than you did. Pro- but, well, yeah, probably. But I don't think I like where it stands in the universe. Ah, that, see, that's where I stand see, on the far side. I, I don't care about the <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. At and that's all. That's what it comes down to. Because... Well, for various reasons. Right. Um, <laughs> now, you are a huge X Men right. fan. I am a larger X Men fan than I am. I think any other any other yeah. group. I think of, this right. is part of the issue too. Is that I am not. I am not a huge X Men fan. Right. right. I'm probably more of a fan than Chris. Right. I my my but, knowledge. In fact, in fact, my my wife took me to task on my knowledge of, of uh, X Men because I the bulk of my X Men knowledge has come from the. Cartoon in the nineties. Well, what this is a great place for it to come from. Uh, yeah, the um, video game and 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 some of the and and the like X Men up video game. That yeah, was in the arcade. Right. No, um, the the um specifically the oh, I'm trying to remember what X Men oh, game Legends? it was. X Men Legends. Yes. Right. Uh, which well, I Legends loved. is like probably more information than a casual fan would know if you read everything that happened in that. And I, and I did. So then you um, probably know more than the, the average person. Okay. Probably, like, yeah. Even the but, average fan. But I was wrong. Because like, the first thing I said was, as we were walking out, I'm like, um, I wanted them to have more Bishop because he was my favorite character in the cartoon. And originally they sent him back in time. Meh. And then my wife goes, well, no, they didn't. Right, <laughs> they didn't say. Bishop, we we right. had a, we had a big argument about it. Like we were practically fighting on the way out of the uh, out of the to, to show you what like would rock my marriage to its core. <laughs> is arguing about who went back in time in days of, in it a comic in a comic book you that, monster in a comic series that neither of us have read. Right? Yeah, that's even. And we were yeah. we were arguing about it. Just like find this and. and in Penn Cinema, depending on where you're at, you do not have oh no signal, no yeah, signal, it's super annoying. So it, was, it was us arguing. You had to wait until you got yeah, to until we got out because <laughs> we started talking during the credits. So right. we're like, we got to wait for the stinger because there's probably going to be a stinger. Right. But the whole time we're fuming because we're both <laughs> right. Now. And then like as we're leaving. Normally she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. No, no, she beelines for the outside. <laughs> we gotta fight this out. And then she goes, like, I'm, I'm just like, oh, I better be right. Oh, I'm not right. Hell like, yeah, I better That's be right. The best. I better <laughs> be right. Because Chris immediately starts backpedaling, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> oh, I'm right. not really very <laughs> knowledgeable about this. <laughs> and so I, I, I can only imagine it's just something I watched in the cartoon that maybe had nothing that, to do with it. The second I'm like, oh shit, I've never actually read the comic. <laughs> I've only watched the. Comic. Oh, no. So I'm walking outside, and Melissa's already out there diddling on her phone, and the, the there, there's a bunch of like families walking out after me, and she goes, Ha! I told you it was Kitty Pride, and starts like yelling at me, and I'm like, Oh, crap. And then like all these people were staring at us because What's like going on? I had to apologize <laughs> and like make up with my wife over this completely, but like. As we were driving home, I thought, like, I wonder what re- other couples fight about because we just fight about this shit. <laughs> so uh, that's great. My my initial thought of Days of Future Past it it <laughs> is a it, it it is a good movie. It I is mean, not in your defense. Bishop does go back in time. Well, I know he goes back in time in another right. I mean, but, but I was not, I was uh, wrong. Not in the specific storyline Days of Future Past. Right, but he does go back in time and warn them. In a very similar way okay. about a future. Okay, like, so I feel a little better about that. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is. I'm going to have to. What time is it? Uh, one something. <laughs> I'll have to text my wife. She's asleep, but I'll text her. Let her know I was kind of right. Um, so, Days of Future Past, the strengths 
are by far the performances we get from James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Right. Make this movie. Right. Much well, they made like the first, movie. Right. first Class. Absolutely. And First Class had some problems. <laughs> right. I, first Class had a lot more problems than this movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, do you, do you agree with that, Matt? Yeah. But I still first liked class, it. Right. I mean, no, I still no, liked no. it. It was, okay, it was good, a, but it had some major issues. It, yeah. like, if you take out Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy, even though that's huge, yeah. I think it's a terrible movie. Uh, yeah. Because but all I those, mean, that's like saying what but, happens when right, you take all, Harrison Ford out of Indiana Jones. Like, I, 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 I mean, it mm. depends on which Indiana Jones you take him out of. This is true. I mean, some yeah. of them would still but hold I'm up saying, okay. Like, that, that's why they're great movies. Yeah. I don't know. No, but my point is like when you look at like the first class, like the stuff that's not James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender is like the horrible second string mutants. Like Jennifer Lawrence is the only one you care about. Beast, I liked him. Like he was heartwarming, whatever. But like the uh, all those other people, I'm like you could all just die. I don't yeah. care but, about but, any but, of but you. But and 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 honestly, especially in first class, you could tell like, oh, you're the cannon fodder. Right, you're here to get killed. <laughs> And then yeah. they don't get killed in it, which is weird. Which, like, like they get almost, killed later in between the movies in Aliens two to three style. Yeah, it's like, like oh, they all died. They all died <laughs> for some reason. But like, um, uh, but like, even when the, when like when when Banshee's flying around, it looks well, fake. That looks anyway, terrible. So that being said, I thought this did a lot. It was better. The second string mutants, especially, were better. Oh, absolutely. Like Blink, I could watch her do stuff all day. I mean, that's Portal. Like, oh that, my god, I've okay. been playing that game for years. I loved when when they brought out Blink. I was like, I don't know anything about this character <laughs> other than she is Portal essentially. Right. <laughs> she um, is the game Portal, and I was like, that, that's awesome, right? That yeah. is and, so cool. And I don't even think the comics have captured that character in a way that they did in that in in this like moving picture style, especially. Having seen the game's portal, like I think that really helped them figure out, like, see what you could do. Right? Because yeah, I mean, exactly. I feel like even when the character was created, it's like, oh, cool, look, you can do that and that, and you can walk through it. Oh, neat! And but like, like the idea the, the of timing, how that can be used yeah. as an attack—that's <laughs> definitely right out of portal. Yeah, like a defense and an attack, like built into one. Like yep. it's like what? <laughs> um. So, like, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy that aspect of the movie. I thought the performances were really good. Um, Peter Dinklage, right. again, oh, he's he, he, can, he can do no wrong in yeah. my eyes at this point. I mean, he, 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 like, takes a character and, like, brings something to the role that, like, you didn't, like, what, Trask is not a character that I even care about. Like, is he a, is he a character in the comics? Yeah, he's the guy who that. creates the, the He has that little, he has that little speech where he, like, kind of reveals his, like, twisted ideal. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's a roundabout way of thinking about it, but at least your heart's in the right place. Right? <laughs> like, but, like, somehow he brings it, uh, uh, something to the role where you almost are rooting for him in some way. Right. Even though he's yeah. on the wrong side that you want to, you know, like, you're like, ah. Uh. Like, like, in Game of Thrones, he's on the side that I want to win least. Like, as a faction. Well, the Lannisters. Right, as yeah. a faction, I do not he want himself, the Lannisters. I think we would all be fine. Right, right but, but, that, but that's what but he's I'm saying. saying. Yeah, For the majority saying. of the story, though, he's been in a camp that I want to no part to win. I yeah. want them to lose completely. But you almost I, want, I, I want him, I want to, him win. to win somehow, uh, and him to beat everybody else. I don't yeah. care. Everybody else could die as long as Tyrion right. lives. And, 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 you know, and, and somehow and is, he makes this. Yeah, he does exactly. it. Like, he just brings something to a role. You're like, what? Why do I care about you? <laughs> like, Trask is such a character that I was like, whatever. And then when I heard he was playing it, I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> and now I'm like really glad that he didn't die because maybe like he'll come back. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm like cool. Like I can't see what he could else he could bring to another movie, but I still want to see him again. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He <laughs> can just show up. Um, I also did enjoy, and I thought I would hate him. I and I, and I didn't want to like it. Right. Uh, Quicksilver. Absolutely. I want. I wanted to hate Quicksilver so much. Yeah, we talked about it. I mean, and, I think and we all we set all. ourselves yep. up for that. Yep. Absolutely. Um, that we thought that it was like scene. the most ridiculous thing. Well, oh, it's gonna be so bad. Oh yeah, I he looks so be... stupid. Uh-huh. So we didn't even terrible. take into account like no. he's supposed to be a teenager. He's right. supposed to look like an a hole. <laughs> but but still, like when when that scene in and and for those who really really care, we're gonna get into some minor spoilers here. Right. Um. Specifically, like scene specific stuff that we're going to talk about. Um, it's been out for a week. You probably should have seen it already. Come on, um, get on your game. The the scene where they're in the Pentagon, yeah, and yeah. and everybody fires their guns off oh, and like God. you know, yeah, that's no, like everybody else scene. is powerless to do anything. Yep. Well, Magneto's getting ready to kill him. Right, right. Magneto's getting nobody, ready to kill him. Nobody that's wants the whole right point. to do. Yeah, the whole they're point. just secret service yeah, guys. They're, they're, they're just doing their job. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, like that will just complicate things further, right. considering that they're breaking him out of a prison. Right, right. So that scene, when when Quicksilver takes over and he's like, <laughs> I, I got this, and he just kind of puts on, and then the whole, if it was handled by a different director, if it wasn't Brian Singer, that music right. would have been something stupid. Just bad. Right. It would have been awful, yeah. or it would have been something really fast and yeah. heavy that wasn't uh, t- like uh, in, in the seventies. That yeah. it was Jim Croce's "Time in a Bottle." Exactly. Which is a great song. <laughs> Which is a, a great song. song. A wonderful song, but not a song that you set to a to an action oh, scene. No. I loved it, and it, it was worked. so wonderful. It worked perfectly yep. and it's just him just trucking around and everything's moving so slow and he's just kind of like walking it's like around making everyone punch themselves <laughs> in their faces takes the guy's hat and he's like then gets it on yeah <laughs> but the way he does it where he's like because it all takes place in his perspective where everything yeah. else is moving super slow and he's moving normal for him right, right. so like he just kind of points in here and does this takes his time I'm gonna and then he almost forgets bullets. about the bullets yeah he kind of looks at the bullets like, oh yeah oh, right oh, yeah gotta get these bullets out of the way <laughs> whoops and then from everybody else's perspective it's just instantly <laughs> and then everybody just falls down everybody just falls over <laughs> like uh i i i yeah love that scene yeah that and was i wonderful. didn't want to love it at all yeah i didn't want to love his character and like the offhand comment he makes about Oh, my mom used to know a guy who could mess with metal. Yes, like, yes, yes, yeah, that was yes. great. That was I great. liked that. I thought like that. I just was great. like, "What in the world?" Yeah, I, I just, it was just great, and like that that part, I was like, "Wow, I'll I I will really try my best not to like prejudge a character again because well, like, I definitely was like, "This is gonna be the worst." To be fair, we were all going off of past experiences, and the, we yes, were and we yes. were all going off the idea that they did, and which is still ridiculous that they did those fast food commercials because right. there's even a Colossus one I've seen since then, and a few others, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh come on!" But does he do like I grill some burgers. No, on he like eats one and then he turns to metal and he's like, "Yeah," and you're like, what is "That's happening? even that's re- okay." Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Awful, but like you know, I mean, movie tie-ins, whatever. I mean, product, product placement gets movies made. Um, now, I to the movie's credit, I am having a hard time picking out specific parts where I was like, okay, I didn't like that. Okay, well, it it, it, it definitely had an overall feel of just like it didn't get me as excited, and maybe that is why I'm just like, eh. No. Um, compared to, and people are going to make this comparison to Avengers. 
Where like that right. movie, that movie had well, me in the, the palm of its hand. Right. Where this film, I'm just like, it was all right. But here's the thing about Avengers that that I just wanted to address quick because you, you're talking about like I'm an X Men fan, I'm not an Avengers fan, but like I've talked to like friends who are huge Avengers fans, like, and I'm not a, I don't hate or dislike the Avengers like before this, and I, I I'm not like uh, completely oblivious to them. Like I read a decent amount more than like the average person. I just am not a fan that I've read like everything. Right. Like as much as I am with X-Men and like, but like even like real serious fans of Avengers love Avengers. Right. Real serious fans of Captain America love Captain America. So like my assumption was I would go into X-Men and if it was on those levels, then I would also feel the same way. Right. And I would go, Oh yeah, this is great. But like, you know, it, it, and I feel like it, it was because it it felt like it needed to connect all that stuff and right all the wrongs of X3 and Wolverine Origins and, like, make all those connections, which obviously, you know, was the best way to do it, having a time travel movie. Yep, so, know, we could just be, just so we could erase all of it. But at the same time, it's like, like w- with First Class, you did... You know, almost a reboot. Like, why didn't she just stick with it and like completely erase all that yeah. other stuff? I don't know. I, I mean, I I, I don't well, know. I would say the argument against that is because they already had this cast. Yeah, and it's probably like, a lot of them under do? contract. What, yeah, you're under contract. And what are you going right. to do? Just complete, just like get, uh, you know, Wolverine and Magneto. Like, those are again my my biggest praise, and I will agree. Obviously, there's been some horrible movies in this franchise, right? And a lot, even the good ones, have messed stuff up in a way that you won't see Marvel messing up in there. Right. I mean, the first Um, X Men movie, there are some pretty sloppy mistakes. Yeah, things that are changed unnecessarily just because it's like it was from a time. It was from a time where that's how you did superhero movies. Right. Like slash and burn, whatever we need, we take whatever. Whereas. Marvel has treated their source material with a bit more delicacy. Right. Exactly. But the the best thing about these movies, all of them, is the casting. Yes. So to right. just take that and throw it away and be like... I agree. I agree. How do you do that? No, I agree. Because some of these actors are like perfect. And that's I, the yeah. reason like I'm upset that the next movie... Uh, apocalypse is going to be taking place again, in the eighties. Right, back in again, yeah, exactly. Like, and we're not to... we're not going to get any more of right. at least in that film, which means maybe not any more at all of Ian McKellen right. and Patrick right. Stewart, Stewart yeah. and all those guys. who who like you said they are they are right <laughs> perfect, perfect yeah. for Magneto and yeah. and uh, oh, Professor definitely. X. Yeah, no, it's true. I I I've, I've always liked the casting for all of them, but like it, it was. You know the 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 fact of the matter is like it's like you gotta you gotta pick what you want to do, and I just felt like in some ways they fell short of what they tried to do, but I can see what they were trying to do, and I appreciate it for what it is. It's just I like, think I think this brings it down to a movie company like Mar- like Marvel has a plan. These these I don't think these films ever were supposed no, to have right. a plan. Yeah, like they're trying to scramble well, no, the a plan, plan now. Together the plan, now, yeah. The plan was let's make an X Men movie. If it makes enough money, we'll make more. Right. And then you make a second one, and you're like, wow, everybody's talking crazy about it. Let's make a third one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, oh what's Brian, going on? What's Brian going on? Brian Singer doesn't want to do it. Uh, we'll get Brett Ranner. He's just as good. <laughs> uh, all falls apart. He's, his name starts with a B. Yeah. 
oh, well, it's oh, everybody's giving it a hard time. What are we going to do? Well, we'll take the best character and make a movie about him. Okay, sounds good. Uh, oh, wait, that also hate it even more. <laughs> All right, take the best guy again and make another movie about him, but make it better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now there, 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 there were uh, a couple of parts, specifically one part that I was very confused, of, and maybe you guys could explain to me why this happened, because okay. maybe I just missed it. Uh Oh, and all uh, j- just spoiler alert, I'm going to reveal the end of the movie, so right. you can skip ahead if you'd like. Sounds good. So at the very end of the film. Right, when yes. he wakes up in whatever. You're right. He's in the mansion. Or are you yeah. talking about the stinger? No, 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 oh, no. I'm okay. not talking about the stinger. Right. Um, at, at, at the end of the film, okay, maybe not the very, very end. Okay. There was a scene where they find, when they find Wolverine. Yes. Um. In, in in the water, and the striker goes, right. oh, I'll, I'll and take it's him. And it, why is it Mystique? Okay, so striker reveals that it's Mystique at the end. So what happens, I mean, and this isn't obvious. This is what I discovered when I was reading this article that Michael posted, which is a pretty interesting article that where they um, kind of, uh, they talked to the director, writer, about, and interviewed him about some of the major, like, sort of confusing points, especially considering it's a time travel movie, so yeah. there's some of that. And so some of the questions were pretty obvious, and some of the questions were more like, how did this differ from the comic and stuff like that? But that one in particular that um, I read um, made a lot of sense, and I don't think I realized it. And no, I, I mean, I shouldn't say it. I definitely didn't realize it when I was watching it. Uh, but the idea is that because they um, were able to succeed in philosophically and like mentally change mystique's mind and not just stop her from make killing right like they didn't just like knock the gun out of her hand so that she didn't do it but then she still has the 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 need to do it okay like they they did their best to make her like make a decision to not kill you know like they they changed her mind so they changed her mind which is like the fundamental way that they changed the future like because that was a huge thing if she could if she was just going to kill again soon then that was going to make everything go crazy just just in a slightly different way the whole time is a mutable thing that yeah so so like they he like they need to change her mind philosophically and so when they do she becomes basically a um she becomes like a, a, a like an, an advocate or activist, whatever. She she's like sneaks around and infiltrates mutant gathering like um, groups, and okay. then get like when they get the mutant, then she'll like release them or take them where they need to go or free them ah. or whatever. So she took on the role of striker when they get Wolverine so that she could, you know, like but intercept then would him. she... Okay, because that brings up more questions for me. A, does that mean that Wolverine no longer has his animanium skeleton? Um, the, uh, the assumption... i as well. The assumption is that a lot of the, the moments that happened in, in some of those movies still happened. They didn't all disappear. So, like, Stryker... Because Stryker didn't get him when he was that young. Oh, right. Good point. Good like, Stryker got him when he was way older. Way older. Like, right. when he has flashbacks, like he has flashbacks to... 80s. Well, no, like, even, like, later than that slightly, I thought. Because, like, when he has flashbacks really? to Stryker, Stryker's pretty old. Yeah, because he's oh, played yeah, by... Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Um, he's played by, by the guy that plays him throughout all of the movies. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cox? Yeah, Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah. Like, like, a slightly made up to look slightly younger, but not that young. Not right. y- as young as he was on the boat. Right, okay. So the idea is that 
at some point, maybe the real striker gets them again or something. Okay. And they'll okay. probably go into that at some point. It gets confusing to me because right. I'm pretty sure in the comics they make it happen in like the Cold War. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the comp- yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, but again, they're working with what's already been set up in the <laughs> right, first movie. Right, right. So there's only so much they can do. But no, yeah. you're totally right. In the comics, it's the Cold War because he ends up going off to fight Omega Red. And right. anyway. Um, okay, so that makes a little more sense because I was like, so what? Does she, does she just take over the, the Weapon X program? Because that would be dumb. <laughs> uh, weird. Very yeah. weird. Hey, Wolverine, I'm here. I'm a mutant. I feel sympathy for you. You're gonna get it anyway. Yeah, that would be Fuck really, you. really bizarre. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so, she, so theoretically, she like that's why you know, like Wolverine, like you know, is is like safe and happy because she like you know helped him or something. Well, okay, okay, that makes that makes that makes a little more sense. Those are some some spots where I'm like, I'm confused, but. I don't care enough to worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and some of that, and like the, the the thing is like a lot of the those kind of like things, I I those didn't bother me in the sense that I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense because like those. Oh are the no, kind it, of it, things, it, it didn't make right. me want to storm yeah. out of the out because of the those theater. are the kind of things I I feel like should be in a comic book movie, and then where you you like look a little further, and then you go, oh okay, cool, like that makes right, sense, or right. oh they whatever, like you didn't have to get everything the moment that it happened, but. Like the 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 parts that made it awkward for me were not only the the like some of the ways they connected to the past, though I guess they did the best they could, but more in my mind, like moving into a future, it's just like, cause like I I don't know I just kind of feel the same way as well, Matt did, where like you're like okay so now we're gonna go back to James McAvoy and them and that generation for I mean, Apocalypse, and so then it's like uh, I guess I I guess by and large though like. That storyline is so different in many ways that I don't I don't know if I can make a judgment call on it yet. Like, there's a lot of things that could go one way or another depending on how they handle Apocalypse. Oh, absolutely. So oh, like, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. There's yeah, a definitely. lot like, with well, Apocalypse. Well, th- they and he the director I guess the director or whoever is creatively controlling this um, did say. That the best, like in his opinion, the best superhero movies are where you take uh, another genre and then you throw superheroes into it. So this is going to be so, like a disaster film, right? And so this will be like a disaster flick, a disaster which is really movie. the only way you could do Apocalypse because right. he's so damn oh, powerful. Yeah. yeah, and so because because you know for this it was like this is a time travel movie, like this is a movie about like going back on the past and changing things. Right, and changing. right. I mean that's a that's a, a lots known of movies genre. have done that. Yeah, like. And so then they just throw superheroes in to see how it goes. And so a disaster flick with superheroes sounds really amazing because the majority of the time in a in superhero movies they're causing great like chaos, but like you know they're not going up against natural disasters right. aren't happening right. around them. So imagining them with like you know buildings, tall tidal waves, and the, the kind of things you see going along with a disaster flick, it's like what? Yeah, that, that sounds that, awesome. That sounds really cool. <laughs> so, all right, well, uh, so let's slap a rating on this. Um, I'm gonna start out first this time. Kay. I'm gonna give it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it four out of six claws, Wolverine claws. You, you jumped on that one. Cla- yep. class, classic rating, bro. <laughs> Just jumped right on that one. I give it a, a five, four, four out of seven days of future past in a week of future past. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, is that 
are those days from next week or last week? <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> exactly. The answer is yes. Yes, the is yes and exactly. no at the same time. I'll give it uh, 27 out of 33 stolen TVs that Quicksilver <laughs> had accumulated. So many TVs. For no reason. Just no I reason. mean, I guess he was going to sell them. Well, no, he did. Uh, um, I love how Professor he, X does flat out call him a kleptomaniac. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, he's just like, I can do it. I, <laughs> I so love I how it's it's somewhat, you know, implicitly established that he, even in his younger state, is one of the most powerful mutants, just because he's so fast. And right. like when you are fast enough to basically do whatever you want. Like, that's actually a lot of power. I, I love um, when he keeps saying stuff like, b- before they even came in the door, he's like, yeah, I checked out your rental agreement, and yeah, like I he read can over pretty much, this. He can pretty much do whatever. He's like the, f- you know, Quicksilver's like a slightly dulled down version of the Flash. When, like, in the DC universe, they basically make Flash out to be more powerful than anyone, because if you can move faster than anything, no one can ever do anything to you. Right, yeah, exactly. And Quicksilver's pretty much, like, he's pretty much the same way, like... There's very little you can do to anyone when they're faster than anything you can conceive of. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Exactly. But what's great is that like he's living in his mom's basement stealing TVs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all that he's doing with his powers at this point. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I, I, I do like that he's just wasting <laughs> That's another great thing about that character is just that like he poten- has all this like potential... And he's right. just like stealing shit. Yeah, I mean they sh- <laughs> they, they they you know they nicely show him watching the the, the speech. Right, so it's like, like maybe it'll touch some fundamental part, and he'll be like, "I should do something with my life," right. or maybe not. Or, or, or <laughs> maybe he'll just be a dumb teenager. Because <laughs> I do, I do, I do love that part where he's like, "What's in it for me?" Like, you get to break into the Pentagon. He's like, "Oh, that's good enough. That's cool. That's cool. I'm down with that." <laughs> so. I also like when he like puts his hand like gently behind Magneto's head, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I don't want you to get whiplash." <laughs> And then, and then, how like Michael Fassbender looks like when he stops? He's like, God, he's like, I, what just happened? And I, I love, I love Quicksilver's reaction. He's like, yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. But the best part too is like when they get back in the elevator while Michael Fassbender's reacting, Quicksilver disappears and reappears in his regular garb, not his like police get up. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, like he was a police guy, and then he's like, poop, poop, and he's like back to normal like <laughs> silver stuff. And he's like, oh yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, so. All right. Well, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. Uh, as always, I want to remind everybody to check out our Facebook page. Uh, like us so you can keep up to date on the latest movie news or the latest stuff that we use from other <laughs> movie you, news. Hey, uh, if something's being rebooted and you're a fan of our page, you'll know before anyone else. You'll know right away. <laughs> Even um, if you didn't want to know. Yep. Uh, if something's getting a sequel, you'll figure it out real quick. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I uh, also want to remind everybody to go to uh, the iTunes page and uh, like us. Or not like us. We can like, like us on Facebook. Uh, but rate us and review us. Well, they can still like us there. They, you but it, like won't, us. it won't it do anything. It won't matter. Like, no one will know that you liked us. You have to give us five stars on iTunes and like us on Facebook. That's not right. Not the other way around. The other <laughs> there are no stars on Facebook. That's right. Uh, I want to thank uh, Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remix albums. You can get them at geekremix.com. Uh, next Bobby! Week- Bobby! Bobby! The next week, our Netflix film is Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy. Now, I know what you're going to think when you go into it. You're going to think, Chris, this, uh, this movie's nearly four hours long. And about Nightmare on Elm Street. I know. 
It is, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely watch it. Uh, we will have a special guest. We will have a special guest, Michael Carstetter. Oh, yeah. Ex- Exit the critic. critic. We'll be Finally, he can debut. voice his debut. He can he can voice all his hatred for this. Uh, for every <laughs> time I get something wrong, he he, he now has a Michael. Forum. Because of my laziness and inability to watch a four-hour documentary <laughs> about movies I haven't seen. What, once again, once seen. again, it was it was it was an excellent moment where I could tell that Matt was not reading the full post of what I was writing. Yeah, because I, I just go. Uh, or Parker just writes, "Hey, we got this. Uh, Never sleep again. Elm Street legacy movie." I'm like, "Great, we'll do that." And you go, "Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. I don't think it said Elm Street anywhere in there. Uh, no, but it did say it was really long, and you said that's fine." Oh, I didn't see that part. <laughs> yeah, or I it, did chose not. To. Yeah, it <laughs> if, I, like, if it, I would have said very long, Parker, I Parker been like, did. No, we Parker are not did doing flat that. out did say this is a very long nope, movie. Sorry. And then when you tr- and then of course it came out after I'd watched it already. It came out that you were like, oh, wait, how long is yeah, it? Yeah, no, I saw it because you posted on Michael's wall and you were like, I never would have thought that a four hour long documentary on, whoa, whoa, whoa. on Elm Street would be worth watching. And I immediately commented with like, four hours! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then Michael goes, oh, it's really good. And you're like, yes, but time. <laughs> yes, but time. <laughs> That's so, yeah. so uh, um, that, and uh, have you seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets? One. Okay, then yeah. The first one? Okay, good. Okay. Well, at least well, no, you, you, watch, and, uh, you watch New Nightmare at my house in the worst the worst setting possible. It was good. With everyone talking and Jordan yelling about how it's not scary because uh, everyone's talking. Parker did not mention that it was very long. Uh, oh. Oh, maybe that not. Never Sleep read. Again that Michael mentioned is on Netflix, which oh. I was just like, oh, whatever, that's something. Oh, you know why? Because Michael said it was really long. Yeah, okay. And so uh, that's okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I didn't. I must not but have But no, it, it, is, it is very long, and if you are a fan of the Elm Street, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, it is a must-watch. So we will be reviewing that and talking about pretty much everything Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to just basically nerd out on Nightmare on Elm Street next episode, so. Look forward to that. So, so if you don't like those movies, don't You can listen. skip it. Uh, well, we'll be you talking about a trailer. Oh, and and there's our shotgun review, which I haven't figured that's out true. what's going to be yet. So uh, <laughs> once, once we get that handled, we'll be good to go. Oh, wait, so. the shotgun review? Oh, We're yeah. going to do VHS 2. Oh, that's right. We're going to do VHS 2. So if you uh, want to hear a shotgun review I of VHS 2. I haven't seen that either. I'm glad I'm not going to be, not gonna be on this next episode. So. <laughs> All right, well, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer. I'm Matt Schaefer. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Wonderful. What, what's your, my go to voice? I, I don't know. What is your go to voice? I thought it's your Parker voice. You know, I've been sitting here for about an hour and a half now, listening to you ramble on about your movies and your goddamn ideas about <laughs> stupid superheroes and what have you. And I can't help but think that you don't care a damn bit about me. <laughs> Not even a bit. And I've been your husband for about ten years now. Wait, what? And I can't even... <laughs> it's blending into the real life. Okay, now I'm really confused. Oh, God. So, anyway, Eddie's Parker. We'll see you next time.